Naalala ko po nung ako ay medyo binata pa at ako ay involved sa Boy Scout. Siguro nakasama rin kayo sa Boy Scout or Girl Scout. Ano? Ako, Cub Scout, Boy Scout. Meron ho kaming isang camping, overnight camping, somewhere in Mount Bakiling. Napakaganda ho ng ganong experience para sa isang bata. Sa camping ho namin na yun, ay meron ho kaming ginawang activity na kung saan yung tropa namin ay naligaw sa gitna ng gubat. Pero merong isang pinili na kakampi namin, kasamahan namin, na siya ang magiging gabay namin. Will be our team leader, will be our guide para kami po ay maligtas mula sa pagkakaligaw sa gubat at matagpuan namin yung aming base camp. Pero itong aming team leader na ito at ang aming guide na ito na pinili na kasamahan namin, siya lang ang merong dalang flashlight, sa kanya lang binigay ang kompas at siya lang ang may mapa. Parang ang dami niyang mga hawak na kami ay wala. Lahat kami ay umaasa sa kanyang direksyon, sa kanyang paggabay at sa kanyang tulong. Eventually, kami po ay nanalo, kami ay nakabalik sa aming kampo. Alam niyo ba na sa Biblia, Ganon din ang piniling role ng bansang Israel. God has appointed the nation of Israel to be the guide. Everything was given to Israel. All the blessings and the privileges, all the directions and the instructions of God were given to them para lahat ng mga tao sa buong mundo, all nations around Israel, will be guided and will be directed to the truth of who God is. Ang galing ano, pinili ng Diyos ang bansang Israel kaya sila ang nagsisilbing tagapagdala ng magandang balita para sa lahat ng mga bansa. Sa araw pong ito, nagpapatuloy tayo sa ating series on the Book of Romans. Pero bago yon, bigyan muna natin ng summary. Ano na nga ba na pag-uusapan natin patungkol sa message of salvation, patungkol sa gospel about Jesus Christ? Malala nyo po na ang kwento ng buong Biblia from Genesis to Revelation it can be summarized into four parts. Ito po ang una, creation, ang paglikha ng sanlibutan, fall, ang pagbaksak ng mga tao sa kasalanan, and then redemption. Sa redemption, nandito po yung Israel, the, cho- the chosen one to bring forth the Messiah. Nandito rin po si Jesus Christ, the chosen Savior of the world. He is the Messiah. And the church, the ones who are chosen to be conformed to Christ. And eventually, ang ending ho ng kwento ng Biblia is the restoration of all things. The new heaven and the new earth. Ang ganda ho, ano? yan ho ang storyline ng Bible. Ang Book of Romans po ay nababahagi sa dalawang parts. Naalala nyo, ano? First part is chapters 1 to 11 that talks about receiving the gospel. The good news, yung magandang balita ng kaligtasan sa pamamagitan ni Jesus ay tinanggap natin, tayo ay pinawalang sala, tayo ay pinatawad, tayo ay niligtas, tayo ay binago, at tayo ay binigyan ng bagong simula. Yung pangalawang part ng Book of Romans is chapters 12 to 16, na kung saan we are encouraged and instructed on how to live out the gospel. Ano yung practical na implikasyon ng magandang balita sa ating mga buhay? Alam nyo, itong gospel ay pwede nating isummarize into one beautiful acronym na gospel. God created us to be with Him. Our sins separate us from God. Sins cannot be removed by good works. Paying the price for sin, Jesus died and rose again. 
And everyone who trusts in Him alone has eternal life. And then life with Jesus starts now and lasts forever. Yon ang gospel. Kumbaga, tayong lahat ay nagkasala at napahiwalay sa Diyos, pero gumawa ang Diyos ng paraan. Si Jesus ang siyang naging daan, ang ating tagapagligtas, at siya ang nagbayad ng ating mga kasalanan. That's why kung sino man ang sa kanya'y tumanggap, ay hindi mapapahamak, kundi magkakaroon ng buhay na walang hanggan. So tayo ay niligtas, tayo rin ay nililigtas, at balang araw, we will be fully redeemed and rescued by God. Tinan nyo to. Salvation has three parts. Past tense, present tense, and future tense. We were separated from the penalty of sin. Past tense. We are present tense, being separated from the power of sin. Yun yung ating sanctification. And then in the future, we will be fully separated from the presence of sin. Glorification. Wow! So in a sense, ang kaligtasan natin ay isang proseso. Isa siyang paglalakbay from justification to sanctification and eventually to glorification. Today, we are now talking about Romans chapter 9, chapter 10, and chapter 11. Let me give you a glimpse or a summary of those three chapters. Romans chapter 9, 10, and 11 talks about Number one, chapter 9, election of the nation of Israel, ang pagpili ng Diyos sa bansang Israel. Chapter 10 is all about the rejection of the Messiah by the nation of Israel, ang pagtalikod at pagtanggi ng bansang Israel sa tagapagligtas. And number three, chapter 11, is the salvation of the nation of Israel, ang pagliligtas ng Diyos sa bansang Israel. Alam niyo ba na itong Romans chapter 9, 10, and 11 is one of the most controversial passages or chapters in the Bible concerning theology. Parang ang dami-daming pagtatalo, ang dami-daming mga diskusyon at pag-aaway at mga hindi pagkakaunawaan patungkol sa chapters na ito. Romans chapter 9, chapter 10, and 11. So iba-iba yung interpretations. One inter wrong interpretation is this. They say that God's glory is best displayed through the attributes of meticulous control, typically referred to as sovereignty. Akala nila yung Romans 9, 10, and 11 ay patungkol sa ang Diyos nagko-control na parang tayo ay mga puppet o mga robot. Pero ang tamang interpretation nito is God's glory is best displayed through the attribute of mercy motivated by God's genuine self-sacrificial love for all. So, kailangan bantayan natin to kasi Pag namali ang ating interpretasyon o pangunawa sa Romans chapter 9, 10, and 11, parang magkakaroon din tayong maling application at maling theology. Ito pa isang wrong interpretation ng Romans 9, 10, and 11. Sabi ng iba, God chose some people predestined to eternal salvation, while God chose others predestined to eternal damnation. Parang sinuturo nila na meron daw mga pinili ang Diyos na papuntang langit, Meron din mga pinili ang Diyos na papuntang impyerno. All for His pleasure and glory. In other words, they say that not everyone is created with equal value. Ito ay maling interpretation ng Romans 9, 10, and 11. Ang tamang interpretation ay ito. God chose a people, Israel, to be the predestined nation through which God's plan of redemption would be delivered to the entire world. All people are created with equal value and has graciously provided a means of salvation 
for every person. Grabe ano? So hindi pala totoo na ang Diyos ay hindi pa pinapanganak, hindi pa nagsisimula ang sanlibutan. May mga pinili na iilan na patungong langit at may mga pinili na iba na patungong impyerno. Bagkos, Romans 9, 10, and 11 talks about the choosing or the election of a nation. Isang bansa, ang bansang Israel na pinili ng Diyos. Ito pa yung isang wrong interpretation ng chapters na ito. God, the potter, seeks to glorify himself through irresistibly molding vessels to either be objects of wrath or objects of mercy. Gumagawa raw ang Diyos ng mga tao na pagbubuntunghin niya ng awa o yung mga ginagawa raw na tao ng Diyos na iba na para parusahan o para buhusan ng kanyang puot. This is a wrong interpretation. Rather, the correct interpretation is God, the potter, manifests His glory by sacrificing Himself for the undeserving vessels. Not by making vessels to condemn, to display His glory, but rather, God desires mercy over justice. Oh, alam nyo na, so pag binabasa natin yung Romans 9, 10, and 11, dapat mahalaga na bantayan natin kung ano yung tamang interpretation. Ito pa, isa example ng wrong interpretation. Sabi nila, God elected Jacob and rejected Esau. These were examples that some people today are elected to salvation, while others are rejected for damnation. Those who are damned are hardened by God out of God's choice. Well, a better or a more accurate interpretation rather is this. God elected Jacob as the one nation through whom would come the promised Savior of the world. The Lord was speaking of two nations, Israel and Edom. The passage does not say that the man Jacob was eternally saved or that the man Esau was eternally damned. Ah, yun naman pala eh. Ito pala ay patungkol sa dalawang bansa. Kung anong bansa ang pinili ng Diyos para magdala ng tagapagligtas. Hindi yan kung sino yung pupunta sa langit o pupunta sa impyerno. Another wrong interpretation is this. Christ died only for the pre-selected number of individuals. Those who were chosen or elected will surely be saved. Well, a more sound theology, a more healthy theology is this. Christ loves every single person so much that He died for them all. Whosoever believes in Christ will be saved. Ang ating pag-uusapan ngayon sa Romans chapter 9, 10, and 11 is really all about that. God chose the nation of Israel upang ang gospel ay maipahayag para sa lahat. Ito po yung part 1 of three parts. Tandaan nyo, mula pa kay Abraham, Isaac, hanggang kay Jacob, ay pinangako ng Diyos ang pagdating ng tagapagligtas. At ito nga ay natupad ng piliin ng Diyos ang bansang Israel upang tagapagdala ng mabuting balita para sa lahat ng tao sa buong mundo upang ang sino mang tumanggap kay Kristo ay magiging kasama sa pamilya ng Diyos. The selection of Israel resulted in salvation for the world. It has always been an open invitation. Whosoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So the first very important truth that we can get from Romans 9, 10, and 11 is this. God chose to bring salvation through Israel as the bearer of Christ. Ah, pinili pala ang bansang Israel na sila ang pagmumulan ng Messiah. 
the Savior will come from their nation. Jesus Christ, ang tagapagligtas, pinili ng Diyos para iligtas ang buong mundo, ay dadaan sa lahi ni Israel. Sabi ng Romans 9 chapter 4, bilang mga Israelita, itinuring sila ng Diyos na kanyang mga anak, ipinakita niya sa kanila ang kanyang kadakilaan, gumawa ang Diyos ng mga kasunduan sa kanila, ibinigay sa kanila ang kautosan, tinuruan sila ng tunay na pagsamba, maraming pinangako ang Diyos sa kanila, ang kanila mga ninunoy mga pinili ng Diyos, at nagmula sa kanilang lahi si Kristo, nang siya'y maging tao. Wow! Ito pala mga Israelites were so blessed, ano? They were given the adoption for sonship. They were given the, the commandments of God, the laws of God. They were given the covenants. Ay, ibang klase, no? What a blessed nation. Kasi nga, sila yung piniling bansa. But the most important of all these blessings and all these privileges, they were elected to privilege, is that they were given the opportunity to bear The Christ, ang tagapagligtas, the Savior of the world, came through their nation, sa kanilang bloodline. So, that is the, the plan of God. Romans chapter 9, 10, and 11 gives us a glimpse, pinapakita, pinapasulyap ng Diyos sa atin, kung ano ang kanyang plano para iligtas ang makasalanang sanlibutan. And part of that plan is the choosing, the election, or the predestination of a nation. Not individuals, but an, an entire nation. And that is the nation of Israel. Paano ba nagsimula yon? Nagsimula yan kay Abraham. Naalala nyo? God encountered Abraham and gave him a promise. Sa Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 to 3, the Lord said to Abraham, I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. Wow! Ang galing, ano? Ito yung pangako ng Diyos kay Abraham. Nagsimula yan, si Abraham at si Sarah, pinangakoan ng Diyos, magkakaroon kayo ng anak. At nagkaroon nga sila ng anak. Actually, hindi lang isa. Pero si Ishmael yung una at si Isaac. Pero ang pinili ng Diyos, si Isaac. Naalala nyo? Si Ishmael was born because Abraham doubted and they took matters in their own hands. Ishmael was born because of Abraham's unbelief. But Isaac was born out of faith. It was a miracle baby. Hindi na sila pwedeng manganak. Baog na si Sarah. But Isaac came as the promised child, the promised son. And so, after Isaac, Isaac met Rebekah and they had two children. Ah, Jacob and Esau. So in the beginning, between Ishmael and Isaac, both Abraham's children, Isaac was the chosen one. Yung pangalawa, ang pinili, hindi yung panganay. And then, this time, between Jacob and Esau, same thing happened. Jacob was the chosen one, not Esau. Ang pinili ng Diyos, yung pangalawa, hindi yung panganay. This goes to show that God will show mercy on those whom He want to be shown mercy. God is not bound by human will and human traditions and human rules and regulations. Kaya niya pinipili yung mga pangalawa kasi ayaw niyang sundin yung kagustuhan o yung mga regulasyon o tradisyon ng mga tao. So Isaac was the child promised to Abraham and Sarah and this time 
Jacob was the one promise to become the nation that will give birth to the promised Savior of the world. Ang ganda, no? So itong si Jacob, hindi siya karapat dapat, marami siyang kapalpakan, actually napakasalbahe niyang bata, pero pinili siya ng Diyos para tuparin ng Diyos yung pangako niya kay Abraham. Sabi ng Romans chapter 9, verse 9 to 11, For this is the word of promise. At this time I will come and Sarah will have a son. And not only this, but there was Rebecca also. When she had conceived twins by one man, our father Isaac, for though the twins were not yet born and had not done anything good or bad, so that God's purpose according to His choice would stand, not because of works, but because of Him who calls. So makapansin ninyo, ito ay patungkol sa pagpili ng Diyos kung sinong bansa ang magdadala ng tagapagligtas. Which nation will become the bearer of the Savior, the Messiah. It's not about who will go to heaven and who will go to hell. But it's about between Jacob and Esau, Jacob was the chosen nation. And then it was said to her, for though the twins were not yet born, it was said to her that the older will serve the younger. Bago pa man ipanganak ang kambal, sinabi na ng Diyos kay Rebecca, maglilingkod ang nakatatanda sa nakababatang kapatid. Dito parang pinaprophesy ni Lord na pag pinanganak na yung dalawang bansang ito, yung mas nakababata, siyang mas magiging malakas kumpara do sa panganay. Actually, yung prophecy na ito natupad, hindi kay Jacob at kay Iso, but sa kanilang mga descendants. So the Edomites actually in history served the people of Israel. So remember, God is speaking about nations. He's not talking about babies. Na, oh, si Jacob pala'y papunta langit. Si Iso pala, baby pa lang siya, papunta na siyang impyerno. It's not about that. It's about which nation? Israel or Edom? Which of them will become part of the fulfillment of God's promise to Abraham? Isang evidence that this is talking about nations is found in Genesis chapter 25, verse 23. Two nations are in your womb, the Lord said to her. And two peoples from within you will be separated. One people will be stronger than the other, and the older will serve the younger. So they're not talking about babies. They're talking about two nations inside the womb of Rebecca. Ito pang isang medyo controversial na issue dito. When God said, Jacob I loved, but Esau I hated. What does this mean? Well, the Apostle Paul may be using a Hebrew idiom. It's an idiomatic expression about preference. One is preferred over the other. So if this would mean that God preferred Jacob over Esau. Love and hate, in this sense, they are not emotions, but rather they are idiomatic expressions of preference. Parang hinahalintulad lang. Kumbaga, Mas mahalaga o mas pinili si Jacob more than Iso na kung ikukumpara na parang, parang ayaw mo dun sa isa. The same statement was used by Jesus Christ. Remember when Jesus said, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Pansin niyo ba? Jesus used the word hate. 
Does this mean that Jesus wants us to actually hate our, our family, our parents, our brothers and sisters, and our loved ones? No. Jesus is using a Hebrew idiomatic expression of comparison. One was chosen, higher, prioritized over the other. Ganon di kay Jacob and Esau. Jesus used the same idiomatic expressions here. And so this is not talking about which baby is favored or which baby is saved or which baby is loved and the other hated. But this is talking about two nations inside the womb of Rebekah which nation was the chosen one to become the bearer of the Savior? Sino magdadala sa Panginoong Jesus? For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy, and I, have, I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. Mahabag ako sa gusto kong kahabagan, maaawa ako sa gusto kong kaawaan. Hmm. Well, this talks about Moses experiencing something unique to him or unique to the people of Israel that the other nations have not experienced. Itong encounter na to ay yung Moses was asking the Lord, Lord, show me your glory. And so God's glory was not revealed to anyone else but to Moses only. So this is God showing mercy to whom he wants to show mercy to. Hmm. So this is about special revelation. It's not about salvation. Mercy here is about God's grace or God's favor given to Moses that he never gave to any human being. Tulad ni Moses, ang bansang Israel din was shown mercy that the other nations have not received. For example, the nation of Israel experienced miracles in the wilderness. Cloud by day, fire by night. Ibang klase, ano? Walang ibang bansa na dumanas noon. The parting of the Red Sea and God's protection and provision in the wilderness. Rivers in the desert. Food in the desert. And then the experience in Mount Sinai. The experience of the tabernacle. The experience of the temple. And on and on and on. A lot of mercies and favor and grace given to the nation of Israel that were not given to the other nations. Does that mean that the other nations are cursed or doomed or damned? No. It's just that Israel was the chosen one to become the birthplace of the Messiah, the nation that will give birth to the Savior. So God's reason for revealing His glory to Moses or God's reason for showing His mercy to the people of Israel is not because they're good, not because they're strong. Nidal magaling sila, malakas sila, or meron silang karapatan kundi ito ay dahil sa awa ng Diyos, sa kagandahang loob ng Diyos, at sa pag-ibig ng Diyos sa kanila. Unworthy as they are, they were chosen to receive the mercy of God. Tinan niyo to. Sabi ng Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 7 and verse 8, The Lord did not set His love on you nor choose you because you were more in number than any of the peoples, for you were the fewest of all peoples, but because the Lord loved you and kept the oath which He swore to your forefathers. In other words, pinapakita ng Diyos ang kanyang katapatan kay Abraham. Yung kanyang pangako kay Abraham na pagpapalain kita, pagpapalain ko ang yung salinlahi upang ang pagpapala ko sa inyo ay kumalat sa buong mundo. I will bless you so that many nations, all the nations in the world will be blessed through you. Ang ganda, no? The people of Israel, 
they were chosen to become the bearer of the Savior of the world. The Messiah came from them. Ito rin yung pangalawang katotohanan that we can see from Romans chapter 9, 10, and 11. God chose to bring salvation to the world through Christ. Ah, very consistent ito, no? God loves the world and God invites every sinner. God wants every person and desires every person to experience His love and salvation. But only those who receive Christ will experience God's forgiveness, God's love, and God's pardon, and God's righteousness. Sabi ng Romans chapter 9, 30-33, See, I lay in Zion a stone that causes people to stumble, and a rock that makes them fall. And the one who believes in Him will never be put to shame. Alam nyo kasi, kahit na ang bansang Israel, itong mga Jews, sila na talaga yung pinili ng Diyos para sa kanila manggaling yung Messiah, hindi pa rin nila tinanggap si Jesus. May mga ilan na tumanggap sa Panginoon Jesus, tinanggap nila ang tagapagligtas. Pero ang buong bansa, generally, the whole nation of Israel, have rejected the Savior. They have rejected the Gospel. They have rejected Jesus Christ. But those who experience Jesus Christ and receive Jesus Christ and put their faith in Jesus Christ, they were saved. Sabi nga ng Romans chapter 5, verse 17 to 19, Just as one trespass resulted in the condemnation of all people, so also one righteous act resulted in justification and life for all people. For just as through the disobedience of the one man, the many were made sinners, so also through the obedience of the one man, the many will be made righteous. So kahit naging stumbling block para sa mga Jews, itong gospel, yung pagdating ni Jesus, dumating siya, pero hindi nila kinilala na siya ang tagapagligtas. All the people in the world have received salvation, have experienced God's love and forgiveness because of Jesus Christ. So yung stumbling block ng Israel became the foundation of the Church of Jesus Christ. Tayo, na mga hindi hudyo, ay nag-benefit dahil sa ginawa ng Diyos through Israel. Yun nga lang, sila inaantay pa rin natin na balang araw, tanggapin din nila si Jesus Christ. Ito naman yung pangatlo na katotohanan na makikita natin dito sa chapters nato ng Book of Romans. God chose to bring salvation to whosoever believes in Christ. Nalala nyo ba na mayroong mga katuroan kasi na, oh, mayroong pinili ang Diyos na maliligtas. Mayroong mga pinili ang Diyos na paimpyerno bago pa sila ipanganak. That teaching contradicts or distorts the truth that God is actually inviting everyone to come. That God is actually Desiring all people to come to repentance and believe and put their faith and receive the gift of salvation. Sabi ng Romans chapter 9, verse 25, Even us whom you also called, not from among the Jews only, but also from among Gentiles, as he says also in Hosea, I will call those who were not my people, my people. Ang galing ano, ang dating mga tao na hindi ko kinikilalang mga tao ko ay tatawagin kong aking mga tao. Tayo yun, ano? tayo yung mga non-Jews, we do not belong to Israel, we were Gentiles. 
But because of Jesus Christ, we were incorporated to the family of God. Para tayong inampod ng mga anak ng Diyos, kahit hindi tayo original na anak ng Diyos. So that's why today, the followers of Jesus, there's no more distinction between Jews and Gentiles dahil tayong lahat ay pinag-isa dahil kay Jesus Christ. That's what the Messiah did to us. That's what the Savior did to us. He made us one. One Lord, one faith, and one salvation by the grace of God. Sabi nga ng Romans chapter 10, verse 9 to 13, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. Anyone who believes in Him will never be put to shame. For there's no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on Him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Sa totoo lang, hindi ka maliligtas kung hindi mo tinatanggap si Jesus. So ang Diyos, tuwing pinapahayag niya ang mabuting balita, the Holy Spirit works in every person's heart and allows us to make a choice to say yes to the gospel or to say no to the gospel. That means, God invites, we respond. God initiates, we receive. God calls, we respond and we believe. Yun po ang paraan ng Diyos. It's always a two-way relationship. That's what love requires. Ang pagmamahal, hindi namimilit at hindi ka binibigyan ng pressure na gawin mo yung ayaw mo. Kasi mahal ka eh. Ganon din ang Diyos sa bawat tao, sa bawat makasalanan. God loves every person and God wants and desires and longs to see every person experience the salvation. But we have to respond. We have to believe. We have to receive the gift of salvation through Jesus Christ. Ito naman yung pang-apat na katotohanan dito sa chapters na to ng Book of Romans. God chose those who believe to be conformed to the image of Christ. Ibig sabihin, when the word election or the word predestination is used in the Bible, it talks about our conformity to the image of Jesus Christ as believers in God. Dahil tayo ay tagasunod ni Jesus, dahil tayo ay bahagi na ng pamilya ng Diyos, tayo ay niligtas ng Diyos, tayo ay tinakda na maging kawangis ni Jesus. Nang ating mga buhay ay maging banal, nang ating pagkatao, ang ating mga ugali ay makakitaan ng katwiran, makakitaan ng katarungan, makakitaan ng kabanalan sa ating mga buhay. That means we were predestined to be holy. That's the plan of God. The church will become a holy church. The people of God, believers in Jesus Christ, will become holy. We will become righteous. We will become transformed. We will become redeemed. So those who come to Jesus Christ, they will experience God's sure plan of transformation. Tinan nyo to. Sabi ng Romans chapter 8, verse 29, for those God foreknew, He also predestined to be what? To be conformed to the image of His Son. Sabi ng Ephesians chapter 1, verses 4 to 7, For He chose us in Him before the creation of the world. What? To be holy and blameless in His sight. In love, He predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ. In Him, we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace. Ah, ang ganda nito ah. 
In other words, the chosen one, the elect one, is Jesus Christ. He is the one who is chosen by God, elected by God, predestined by God to be the Savior of the world. And anyone who believes in Him becomes elect as well, becomes chosen as well. Oh, that's awesome, huh? Anyone who comes to Jesus Christ and receives Him and trusts Him as Savior and Lord, ang sino mang magtiwala kay Jesus, manampalataya kay Jesus, ay nagiging kabahagi ng pamilya ng Diyos, nagiging kabahagi ng iglesia ng Diyos, nagiging kabahagi ng mga pinili ng Diyos. We are chosen because we have received the one who is actually chosen. We are elect because we have received and we have put our faith in the one who is elected by God. The chosen one is Jesus Christ. Wow! That's the good news. That's the gospel. Whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. They will never be put to shame. Whosoever believes in Jesus Christ will not perish, but they will be granted everlasting life. Oh! So that's what election is all about. That's what predestination is all about. We come to the one who is elected by God, Israel and Jesus Christ. Kaya nga, di ba, binabanggit din ng Bible na kapag tayo ay nakay Kristo na, tayo rin ay naging kabahagi. We became engrafted branches of the main tree, Israel. Tandaan nyo to. Mula pa kay Abraham, Isaac, hanggang kay Jacob, ay pinangako ng Diyos ang pagdating ng tagapagligtas. At ito nga ay natupad ng piliin ng Diyos ang bansang Israel bilang tagapagdala ng mabuting balita para sa lahat ng tao sa buong mundo upang ang sino mang tumanggap kay Kristo ay magiging kasama sa pamilya ng Diyos. The selection of Israel resulted in salvation for the world. It has always been an open invitation. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Today, we, we talked about four important truths. God chose to bring salvation through Israel as the bearer of Christ. God chose to bring salvation to the world through Christ. God chose to bring salvation to whosoever believes in Christ. And God chose those who believe to be conformed to the image of Christ. Nawa nga po itong ating mga pinag-usapan ay nagpalakas sa atin at nagbigay ng kaliwanagan sa ating mga isip at sa ating mga puso that God actually has a redemption plan. May plano ang Diyos para sa kaligtasan nating mga makasalanan na hindi niya tayo pinabayaan na bahala ka na sa sarili mo. Instead, He is offering us to receive His invitation. His plan is Choosing Israel as the bearer, the birthplace of the Messiah, a chosen nation, blessed and privileged, but they also need salvation. And then Jesus Christ came so that the world will be blessed through Israel. Jesus Christ came so that the world will know salvation and forgiveness and love through the nation of Israel. Kaya nga po tayo ay dapat mayroong kagalakan at may punong-puno ng pasasalamat. Lord, thank you po dahil mayroong kang plano. Dahil napakalinaw ng iyong plano ng kaligtasan. Lahat ng tao ay iniimbitahan. Lahat ng tao ay mahalaga. Lahat ng tao ay mahal mo at iniibig mo at gusto mong maligtas at mapawalang sala. Pero Panginoon, kailangan ng mga tao na tanggapin ang tagapagligtas. Na tanggapin at pagtiwalaan ang regalo mo. Tanggapin si Yesus sa kanilang mga buhay. Tayo po'y manalangin. 
Panginoon, salamat po. Napakaganda po ng gospel. That the gospel is entrusted to the nation of Israel. But even though they rejected the gospel, the gospel was preached to the nations. And Jesus Christ Himself is that gospel. Lord, si Heso Kristo ang magandang balita na nagbibigay kaligtasan sa mga taong ligaw, sa mga taong hiwalay, at sa mga taong makasalanan. Lord, salamat po dahil kami ay may pag-asa na dahil kay Kristo kami ay may pagkakataon at binigyan mo po Panginoon ng oportunidad na magkaroon ng buhay na walang hanggan, na magkaroon ng kapatawaran at maranasan ang iyong pagliligtas at ang iyong pag-ibig sa bawat isa sa amin. Lord, we praise you for this good news. We praise you for this gospel. We praise you for your plan of redemption and salvation sa lahat ng mga tao sa buong mundo. Thank you, Lord. You are a good God. You are a loving God. You are a God of justice. You are a God of holiness. You are a God of mercy. You are a God of grace. We give you praise and honor sa iyo lahat ng papuri. Pasalamat sa araw na ito. Sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen.